Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. You're listening to the Jam Radio Network with Minister Kenneth Jenkins. Now, views and opinions of nation talk are not necessarily views of talk show. Jam Radio Productions, Sodyhead.com, and its sponsors. This is Nation Talk. This is your Sunday evening form, Nation Talk. Nation Talk is a live public affairs program that deals with issues concerning you from the studios of Savannah, Georgia. Get into the conversation. Call 1-724-444-7444. Call ID number 55519-POUND. That's 1-724-444-7444. Call ID number 55519-POUND.
Hi, I'm Dean Castronovo. Hi, I'm Steve Ogieri. And I'm Jonathan Keane. And I'm Ross Valerie of Journey for recording artists, actors, and athletes against drunk driving. After we do a show and when we've been partying, we have a designated driver waiting for us in the bus. So when you decide to party, make sure you do too. Designated driver or be a designated driver. Because drinking and driving just don't mix. A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. Check it out, it's the Terminator. Hey, when'd you get back, huh? Did you have to shoot anyone? Why are you so distant? Are you not happy to see me? So what's the deal? You gonna get a job now or what? Why are you being so jumpy? Put all that stuff behind you, okay? No one knows what it's like to come back from Iraq or Afghanistan unless they were there. Join other veterans at communityofveterans.org because we know where you're coming from. Brought to you by Iraq and Afghanistan Veterans of America and the Ad Council. Think you could easily get to your family if a disaster struck right now? Think you can wing it during an emergency because you're a New Yorker? Most parents don't realize that protecting your family starts long before an actual disaster strikes. It starts today by being prepared and making a plan. To learn how, take our readiness challenge at nyc.gov slash readynewyork or call 311 for information. In this online tool, you'll be faced with real-life challenges, teaching you the importance of being prepared for a disaster. Brought to you by the New York City Office of Emergency Management and the Ad Council. You're listening to the Jam Radio Network with Minister Kenneth Jenkins. The views and opinions of Nature Talk are not necessarily the views of Talk Show, Jam Radio Productions, Stonehead.com, and its sponsors. This is Nation Talk.
just let you know, last week we wasn't we wasn't here to broadcast our program. But about this time we was in we was in Augusta, Georgia, where we have to um, evacuate. And when they say evacuate, they mean evacuate. No doubt about it. Everyone in this building that we're in now, uh, from the eighth to the first to the eighth floor, everybody, and I mean everybody, had to evacuate. Uh, some stay in the city, and and um, and uh, some stay in the city to to ride out the storm. The rest of us went to different directions. Um, some, of, some went to anywhere from Augusta, Macon, Americas, Atlanta, take the first Atlanta, well, um, that's another place, I can't remember where it is. It's on the other side. It's Near the um, Tennessee border, Tennessee, Georgia Tennessee border. Some some went there, um, but all in all, we all were safe. We all were sound, and everybody's okay. We did have some damage here in Savannah. Savannah was hit. So was our neighbor state in South Carolina. It was also hit. So Charleston got hit pretty bad. Savannah got hit. Savannah got hit very bad. Well, not as bad, but we got hit as well. Let me tell you. We got home. There were trees. There were there were trees. Power was out in a lot of places. They couldn't get water. In fact, you couldn't. In fact, you could not. Could not really. Um, pretty much leave. <laughs> you really pretty much was stuck. The most the, the majority of the time. Well, I'm, well, I'm told there were, a lot, there were a lot of folks who were stuck. A lot of people who were stuck. And uh, on a pinpoint, it, pinpoint, it was terrible, from what I understand. That's not that far from here in, in Skidaway Island and all the other areas in the in Savannah near the Savannah area and they got they got pretty but they got hit quite quite a bit too. Um according to CNN Money report, Hurricane Matthew may be 
one of the most expensive storms in U.S. history. Check this out. As Hurricane Matthew takes aim at Florida and southeast United States, forecasters worry it could become one of the most expensive storms in the nation's history. The storm was moving through the Bahamas on Thursday, but it was unclear how Matthew will hit the West Coast and how strong it will be when it does. Even if the center of the storm stays offshore and simply moves up the coast from Florida to South Florida to North Carolina, the rain and the wind storm surge could cause significant damage. There were, there are at least 200,000 homes along the coast from Florida to North Carolina at risk of damage from the storm surge alone, which would push water ashore and causing flooding. Even if Matthew is downgraded to a Category 1 storm, repairing and replacing those homes would cost, wait for it, $43 billion, according to Core Logistic. Should it remain a Category 3, the surge could affect an additional 300,000 homes, which would cost an additional $60 million. The storm surge isn't the only threat posed by Matthew. Structures further inland are likely to suffer wind and rain damage as well. And I tell you, water damage is just is just as dangerous. It's just as dangerous. Matthew poses a particular large risk since it since it could affect such a broad geographic area. There are nearly four hundred miles of coastline from South Florida to Georgia, now under hurricane warning, and roughly 200 miles of coastal north of that area under hurricane that was under hurricane watch. Simply, the fact that it could it could cover so much coastal area is what could make this expensive, according to Tom Jeffrey, a senior hazardous scientist at Core at Core Logistic. Now, here are the five expensive hurricanes in U.S. history. Katrina in 2005. Damage in billions was 153.8. There were 1,833 deaths at the time. Hurricane Sandy, just a few years ago, in 2012, $67.6 billion, 159 people died. 1992, Hurricane Andrew, I was here. 
Yeah, I was here. I was I was in Georgia at the time. Um, $46.2 billion and only 61 deaths. Hurricane Ike in 2008, $33.3 billion, 112 deaths. And, of course, Ivan, 2004, $26 billion. This one was the less expensive one. It only had 57 deaths. It had the lowest deaths out of after five. Uh, one reason it's tough to estimate how much damage might be caused by Matthew is that it's expected to follow the coast for such a long stretch. And it did follow the coast. It did follow. Uh... But anyway, I just that just give you an idea. Okay, Hurricane Katrina, as I said, according to a hundred one eighteen hundred eighteen thirty one a thousand eight hundred thirty three deaths, according to uh, National Oceanic and Atmospheric administration. Sandy was no longer the hurricane force storm when it came ashore near New York in 2012. Then $67.6 billion. That's the one that hit the Jersey Shore. I don't know if you remember or not. That's the one who really hit the Jersey Shore and tore up, tore, tore up the boardwalk. That's give you an idea, the ballpark figure of how, and pretty much give you an idea how dangerous and how tough this um this this hurricane was, and it was a powerful, powerful hurricane. It hit it hit the coast. It moved up the coast, hitting the south, hitting South Florida, Southeast Georgia, and the Carolinas. We call it the low country here. I mean, the, I mean, yeah, the, and the Carolinas, and the low country. Well, yeah, we call we call South Carolina the low country, um, and it also hit. George, the, the Georgia Isles as well, well, and as well as um, it's you know just be glad and be just be glad if you got hit and you, you finally came back, be grateful that you wasn't. That you wasn't lose a life, you may lost some some parts. Of, you know, you might lost some property, home might have some damage to your car, whatever. But just be thankful 
I mean just from the bottom of my heart, be thankful that you wasn't hurt. I am very thankful we we evacuated. And it it's something that uh something that I'm very grateful for. As I said, we went to Augusta and the folks in Augusta were very, very nice. It was a it was a pretty long ride, but we got there safely. We got out. We evacuated. Got out. We heard it that that morning. We had to we packed quickly and and went moved downstairs and we boarded a boarded a bus. The, the city transit, our city transit to the city center. From there, got registered, got on school buses, proceeded out of the city to Augusta. I'm gonna be honest with you. I this is the first time I actually evacuated like that. Uh, Vanessa, my wife, my mother-in-law, my brother-in-law, my father-in-law, and myself, we all got on that. We got on bus and left Savannah. I got away quickly, and I mean very quickly, out of Savannah. It took a few minutes to. to Took a few minutes to to make sure that everybody's on there, but finally got out of there. Finally, finally we got out of there. Um, we we told I think the storm hit around Thursday. Friday, I can't remember when. We were in Augusta. Storm hits. So, like I said, some went to Augusta, some went as far as, um, as, far as to Atlanta. North Carolina, I mean, the, the Tennessee, Georgia, Tennessee, about on border there. Where I see everybody's okay. People, I got to mention that. Oh, they were so wonderful. They were wonderful. Oh, my goodness. Oh. They were so they were so wonderful. Um we have so many <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you, we have more clothes and 
things, but we brought back more than we had. <laughs> oh my goodness! But all in all, it um, all in all, we we survived, and we're alive. That's the, that's the most important thing. Um, found some information, some more information about this hurricane. This hurricane was formed September 28th, and then this dispersed, dispatched it on October the 10th. On October the 10th, the winds were 160 miles per hour, which is two. 160 miles per hour. The lowest pressure, 934 megabars. Of fatalities, 198. Damage, $6.7 billion U.S. dollars. Um, areas that are affected, Lesser Antilles, Leeward, Antilles, Venezuela, Colombia, Jamaica, Hispanol, Cuba, Lucan, um, Arapelgo, East Coast of the United States, and Atlantic Canada. Wow. Wow. And it told Jamaica up. I mean, it told Jamaica and poor Haiti. Haiti was also affected, also in this hurricane. Um, um, my prayers goes out to 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 people of Haiti. The those who got hit, my prayers go out to them, to all who got hit, and pray that that you're safe. You may you may um, lose stuff, but you, but, you, but you can't get another life back. That's less than I learned. More in a moment. Nation talk. One one seven two four 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 seventy four forty four. Calling the number five 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 one nine pound. This number. The Sunday evening form will return. Honey, they had 34 shades of white paint. Come on, it was a tough decision. <laughs> so what did you get? Ultra premium puffy cloud white. And that'll match? I have no idea. There's another can in the car. I just want to sit for a sec. Are you okay? <sighs> Two out of three people with diabetes die of a heart attack or stroke. But you can lower the risk. Ask your health care provider how. For more info, go to diabetesactnow.org. Brought to you by the American Diabetes Association and the... This message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat, and apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable, but how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life? 
someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel. Freaky, right? Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or better yet, volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Think you could easily get to your family if a disaster struck right now? Think you can wing it during an emergency because you're a New Yorker? Most parents don't realize that protecting your family starts long before an actual disaster strikes. It starts today by being prepared and making a plan. To learn how, take our readiness challenge at nyc.gov slash readynewyork or call 311 for information. In this online tool, you'll be faced with real-life challenges, teaching you the importance of being prepared for a disaster. Brought to you by the New York City Office of Emergency Management and the Ad Council. The views and opinions of Nation Talk are not necessarily the views of TalkSkew, Jam Radio Productions, Storyhead.com, and its sponsors. This is Nation Talk. Matthew tracked parallel to the Florida coast, it left 
one million people without power across the state of Florida. In Indianic, Florida, firefighters exposed themselves to the storm's winds to put out a fire which reportedly destroyed a greenhouse. In Florida, one woman died due to a heart attack. She had called for aid, but medical services were not able to arrive due to Matthew's high winds. Another two women were killed by falling by falling trees. In the Flagner Beach area, portion of Florida State Road A1A was washed away. At Kennedy Space Center, which is um at Cape which is Cape which is uh, Cape Canaveral, Florida, I have relatives there. Winds reached eighty miles per hour. 30 kilometers an hour at ground level while a gust of 136 winds or 219 kilometers was observed atop of a 500 feet tower. Utility suffered several million dollars worth of damage. So overall impacts were less that anticipated. The roof of Operation Support Building and broke and rainwater damaged the interior. Air conditioning was lost throughout Launch Complex 39 as well. The plan launched NASA the the planned it launched NASA's NASA's next uh Generation satellite. Those are was expected to be delayed due to suspend to two supervisor of operations doing Matthew. Over two hundred fifty thousand customers were left without power in Georgia after Hurricane Hurricane Matthew affected the area. Roads were also blocked in Brunswick, Georgia area where all access points to St. Simons were rendered impassable. That was just Florida and Georgia. Now, in the Carolinas, additional an additional 473,000 customers were left without power in South Carolina where significant flooding was reported to have occurred in Charleston. And as I said earlier, Charleston was hit hit the hardest after a seawall was breached. Hilton Head Island experienced widespread power outage, and two roads on the island were blocked by falling pine trees and numerous others were submerged. Three vehicle-related fatalities occurred in North Carolina in connection with rain produced by the storm. 23 more deaths were later confirmed in the state. 
680,000 in North Carolina were without power at one point. Sections of Interstate 95 in South Carolina and in North Carolina have to be shut down as a result of hurricane flooding. After 10 inches of rain fell in the Lumberton area on September 25th, causing flooding, Matthew dumped another 10 inches to 14 inches, and as a result, the Lumber River reached a record 24 feet in in the South Carolina, in the south end of Lumberton, breaking the record of 20.5 feet, and 100,000 structures were flooded across the state and damage reached, get this, U.S. dollars, $1.5 billion. That's it. South Carolina, Charleston got hit very hard, very, very hard. Savannah got hit, but not as hard as, um, not as hard as, um, as Charleston. Meanwhile, in Virginia and Northeast, when it when it hit Virginia, Matthew caused one death and street flooding in the eastern part of the state. North, the northeast ended up getting heavy rain and minor flooding throughout the days of October 9th and 10th. Got some photos. Oh, my, my goodness. Wow. They got a picture of water all the way up to, almost up to, that's covering power lines. My God. My God. That that storm was not planned. Flooding on the east, the southeast banks of Tar River in Greenville, North Carolina, when October, when, when the river was cresting around 20 feet. They have another flood in Charleston on October the 8th. My goodness. A home was destroyed by a surge in Edisto Beach, South Carolina. And the Tar River is flowing its banks near Pitt-Greensville Airport on October the 9th. At the time, it was it was crashing at about 16 inches, and it's now expected to crease to crest 25 feet. Now it should. I'm praying that it did go down. Um, and they mentioned Canada, which I'm like, okay. Matthews post tropical remains was absorbed into a frontal zone of the coast of North Carolina. The humidity of the tropical system was drawn into the storm that was that was formed then. The latter gave heavy rain and strong winds in Nova Scotia, Scotia, Prince Edward Island, and Newfoundland. 
from October 10th to October 11th. In Nova Scotia, rain accounts were recorded from east to west as 88.85 inches. In Sydney, which is Cape Brenton Island, 5.09 inches. In Port Hawkesbury, 4.5 inches. In Chichichan, 4.05. Halifax, 3.263. In Kentville, and 1.4 inches in Yarmouth. Heavy rains and strong winds cause flooding and damage in dangerous conditions, particularly in the counties of Picatu and the Gosh, Guysboro, and Cape. Some of the roads were closed to heavy trucks, including Hassafax Harbor Bridges and the, and the Confederation Bridge between New Brunswick and Prince Edward Island. More than 144,000 Nova Costa Power customers without electricity at the height of the storm. Energy New Brunswick announced it would send reinforcements, linesmen, and Nova Scotia. Wow. Wow. That was a powerful storm. And and well, let's start with Haiti. Well, okay. Haiti. On October the 4th, the United States prepared the aircraft USS George Washington, the hospital ship. The U.S. the U.S. United States Navy Comfort, which previously aided thousands in the wake of the 2010 Haiti earthquake, transport dock USS Mesa Verde relief operations in Haiti, United States Southern Command also deployed 100 troops with nine helicopters Cayman Islands to prepare for relief work. Initially estimates indicated at least 250,000 people were in need of assistance. Bridge between the South and Port-au-Prince was destroyed. As a result, aid agencies reported they were having difficulty getting around to the most damaged and storm-affected parts of Haiti. Commander of U.S. Forces in the Caribbean reported that six helicopters have been deployed to Haiti for the aftermath and were expected to arrive on October 6th. They are expected to help with search 
and rescue missions, as well as providing medical assistance. In addition to this, a one-star Navy admiral will also travel to lead the task involved in the operation. More than 300 military personnel will, will most likely travel to Haiti with 300 Marines on board on the ship sent out for aid in the United States. Um, number of aid, a number of aid, aid agencies deployed to Haiti up to aftermath. Action Aid reported over that over 50,000 people were in immediate need of clean water and shelters. United Nations who also sent out helicopters reporting difficulties and the concern about young children and food. They will they will be providing water and sanitation for over 50,000 people. UN's World Food Program arranged for enough food to feed, get this, 300,000 people for a month. Further, 34 Tony, Tony, Tonys are ready in Miami to be sent if needed. UNICEF will be providing life-saving aid for 10,000 people. UN's Food and Agriculture Organization said it would be helping farmers rebuild the businesses by providing seeds. The U.S. Agency for International Development said it would provide $400 to aid that four hundred thousand four thousand four hundred thousand dollars, I'm sorry, to Jamaica and Haiti to October the third. On October the third. Red Cross launch launched a campaign to raise nine point six million dollars to provide water, shelter and food for five hundred for fifty thousand people. He also sent a large number of local volunteers to the South. That gives you an idea of that pretty much give you an idea of the breakdown of breakdown of Aftermath of um, aftermath of um, Hurricane Matthew. Now, the Red Cross. And I'm I'm going to their website now, and I see if they are accepting donations. Okay, Red Cross is responding to communities affected by Hurricane Matthew. 
The Red Cross is on the ground helping people affected by the storm. Um, we are asking for, we are asking, yes, they are. They help people affected by diseases, big and small. And you could go to their website at redcross.org. That's redcross.org. And you'll see the click. You click where says donate. Click there. And you can use Visa, American Express, automated credit cards, um, PayPal, Visa Checkout, MasterPass, um, do that and send um, send them send a donation in to help the Red Cross. Um, I'm gonna and I'm going to let me say this about the Red Cross. Red Cross is a very very wonderful agency. A lot of helpful a lot of people who are very helpful. We experienced that while we was in while we were in Augusta. They have been very they have been very helpful. We came back with more than we actually than we actually are um, with us, but it, folks there were very wonderful and they helped a lot. And let me say this, uh, give a shout out to some folks to give some shout outs to WTOC TV, WSAV, Fox 28, for letting us know what's going on. CNN, who were very, who was very helpful. Um, the Red Cross, of course. I want to say, give give a shout out to Butler High School in Augusta, Georgia. Principal and staff and volunteers helped during this time. They were wonderful. Wonderful. They were very helpful. They did. They tried to. They tried to. They tried their best to. We to be comfortable. They, they're doing their best. They, they really did. And the, the young volunteers, oh, my goodness, they were wonderful. I've never seen so many willing young people volunteer their time 
like they did. I'm telling you, they were wonderful. Uh, um, also want to send a shout out, shout out to the Savannah Chatham County School System for allowing us to use their buses. Wow. And I also want to send a shout-out to Savannah for the Chatham Area Transit as well for that due diligence of helping people get out, get to the Civic Center, or the staging area. They were very helpful. They, they, they were rapidly, rapidly... Um, Helped us. Um, also, want to see. Also, want to send out to Savannah, Savannah Channel County. Yeah, right. Yeah, Savannah Channel County Board of Education. Um, police. They were they were very helpful. Yeah. Yeah. They were very, very helpful. Yeah. Um, they they were very helpful in that effort in of escorting us from Savannah to Augusta, getting us safe, making uh being with us all the way there and they stayed they had some of the officers stayed and um, along with us. So, and they did their job. And I also want to say, also want to send a shout out to Richmond County, to Richmond County Sheriff's Department. Yeah. And the Augusta Police Department. They also were great help as well. They, they had, they had, they was there to, they was with us during the night, during the day, um, more like our security force, <laughs> more like our, for security reasons, to make sure nobody um, bothers, bothers us. Or, and I also want to say a, a special shout out to the mayor of the gospel. Mayor and council, they they were very very they 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 told their citizens to be to be nice to us, and they were very they they, they were nice they were very nice, and I again appreciate them. They were wonderful people, and that goes to show you. That there are some nice people in this world. There are. There really. There are some. There are some nice people in this world. Yeah. Go ahead. 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 Go ahead.
the staff of Williams Court Apartments. They were wonderful. They're helping us get out. Although it was last minute, but the staff also were, they were very wonderful, and they helped us um, transition of getting of getting there. Get there. So, I must say, this has been, last week was very, very busy, the hurricane and all, and we wasn't able, we wasn't able to go on the air, but right about this time now, uh, I guess just, I guess we just getting ready for just mostly eating and like that. You think about that. But anyway, thank you all for helping us in a situation like that. We're at the top of the hour, this is Nation Talk. At just 21 years old, Roland knew he wanted to own a business. But when he opened a dry goods store in Haverhill, Massachusetts, it failed. Over the next 10 years, Roland opened three more stores and had three more failures. Despite these disappointments, however, he was learning and still trying. Moving to New York, he opened his fifth store, his fifth, and it took. Today, Roland's dry goods store is known as R.H. Macy and Company. This is Howard Butt, Jr. of Laity Lodge. And the lesson here is failure, of course, we can all ace <laughs> if we study hard. Mr. Macy reminds us that while stores may close, school stays open in the high calling of our daily work. This is Ronnie Wood of the Stones, but Rad. You know it's okay to rock and roll and party, because I do it all the time. Just let someone else do the driving. That's what I do. Remember, rock lives, and you should too. Please don't drink and drive. A public service message brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, Rad, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. You're listening to the Jam Radio Network with Minister Kenneth Drinking. The views and opinions of Nation Talk are not necessarily the views of Talk Show, Jam Radio Productions, SodaHead.com, and its sponsors. This is Nation Talk.
21st. You could do this. I see the art, the uh, good life. Great, I'll make popcorn. Or you could try. I'm never going to spoil We need your help to keep up. Get the card now. Oh, my God. I was making a head start. I'm your wife. Keeping up with the Joneses. Rated PG-13. Never be able to remember my facts and figures now. Oh, 
nothing. Hi, girl. Martha, she is trying to silence these women, but they need to be respected. They need their voices heard. What about all the women accusing you of sexual assault? They need to shut the hell up. <laughs> all right, let's move on. Our next question is from Ken Karpowitz. Thank you. I've got a boring one. The Affordable Care Act is not affordable. What will you do to bring the cost down and make coverage better? Well, uh, Ken, that's, that's a great question. I, I agree that Obamacare can be improved, Ken, uh, but, Ken, it does have its benefits. Uh, number one, insurance companies can't deny you coverage because of a pre-existing condition. Number two, no lifetime limits, which, you know, is a big deal if you have serious health problems. And uh, number three... Number three, women can't be charged more than men. <laughs> women can't be charged more than men for health insurance, okay? And number four. <laughs> okay, uh, let's take another question. This one comes from James Carter. Good evening, Mr. Trump. Oh, no. question is, do you believe you can be a devoted president to all the people? That is a great question, Denzel. Thank you for this <laughs> About the inner cities. My name is James, and I didn't ask anything about no inner cities. The inner cities are a mess. Okay, just last month I was in Detroit, and everywhere I looked, there were violent, crazy people, and a lot of them had guns, and they were screaming horrible things like Trump for president. I think you have one of your own rallies. Martha, this black man is attacking me. Also, speaking of black men, you know who else should be in jail? Hillary Clinton. She's committed so many crimes. She's basically a black. Secretary Clinton, do you wish to respond to that? No, I'll go. Because as my best friend Michelle Obama once said, when they go low... You go high. God, I love that quote. Almost as memorable as when I said, trumped up, trickle down economics. There's a couple of equally famous quotes from a couple of equally lovable women. All right, and now, since everyone has been so good, it's time for a special treat. That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for the one, the only, Mr. Ken Bone. Oh, my God, he is so cute. I really needed that right now. Now, wait, Ken, you're not going to turn out to be a weird little creep or anything, are you? Maybe. God, we can't have anything nice. Oh, well. Well, we have time for one final question, and it comes from Carl Becker. Uh, good evening. My question is for Hillary. Tonight, Donald Trump said you should be in jail. He said you have hate in your heart, and he followed you around the stage like a shark. <laughs> so my question is, what do you like about him? Well, this, this one's actually easy. Donald Trump and I disagree on almost everything, but I do like how generous he is. 
uh, just last Friday, he handed me this election. <laughs> thing you like about Secretary Clinton? I like that she's a fighter and that she doesn't give up, which is why I need all of my supporters to get out there and vote on Election Day. Mark your calendars, write it down. Here's the date. It's November 35th. <laughs> In line from New York. That was... <laughs> That was uh, Saturday, as you can guess, Saturday Night Live, <laughs> and that bit of Donald versus Hillary Clinton town hall debate. Oh, God. Um, Alec Baldwin with Donald Trump, and Kate McKin- McKinnon was Clinton along with Leslie Jones, Beth Bennett, Michael Chi, Bobby Mahalahan, and Kyle Mooney, cast of Saturday Night Live. Uh, <laughs> oh, my gosh. I like Saturday Night Live when they do parodies of of the candidates, um, because it, it, it brings, it, it's, a, it's a lot of fun to kind of poke fun at them, and I mean poke fun, <laughs> uh, it, it pretty much shows you how Much show you how did how um how this election how the, these two will actually will get along even when well in this hour we're gonna talk politics politics. Political news. There's a whole lot going on. Of course, the, the debate. The uh, debate. Here's uh, a piece. Here's something that this is actual. This is from MSNBC. Hacking of the 20, 2016. Election. WikiLeaks. I love WikiLeaks. I said, write a couple of them down. Let's see. During a speech, crooked Hillary Clinton. Oh, she's crooked, folks. She's crooked as a $3 bill. Joining me now, Glenn Greenwald, co-founding editor and columnist for The Intercept, who, of course, has written a lot about this. Glenn, I wanted to talk to you. You and I were having a, a sort of exchange about all this uh, online today. And I, I want to start with this. I mean, you've got Putin today saying it doesn't matter. Uh, where it comes from, it matters what's in it, and Roger Stone. And I see a lot of people say this, and it just seems to me that that can't possibly be true, that it, it's both newsworthy, whatever's in there, because, you know, there's newsworthy content there, but also if someone is under gate, undergoing sort of systematic espionage, exposing the privacy of all these people, 
it really does matter who it is and why they're doing it. Yeah, so as you say, I think both are true. Um, you know, the New York Times' David Barcel, who broke the story of Trump's tax return, was asked in an interview last week, look, you don't know who sent you this tax return. You don't know if they broke the law when they, when they stole it and sent it to you. Why would you publish without knowing their motives? And he said, as a journalist, I don't care who the source was or what their motives are or if they broke the law. My only interest is, is this in the public interest? And if so, I publish it. So as a journalist, all you care about is, reporting the material independent of the source, but it's also obviously an important story to find out who is the person who's hacking all these emails. That is a separate story. Right. I mean, in the case of Barso, right, I mean, it's, there's, you've got the New York Times, right, so there's three pages of one tax return from 1996. If it was, um, here's a bunch of back and forth with Ivanka, uh, you know, about think people she doesn't like, I mean, that's what we have right now, and we have news cycles that are being driven pretty clearly with the intent of doing this, whoever did it. I mean, I don't know if it's the Russians or not, but whoever did it really did want to have the, the effect they're having. Right, but Chris, I mean, this is a pretty common problem in journalism. I mean, when Daniel Ellsberg leaked the Pentagon Papers, he didn't just take a few sheets. He took thousands and thousands and thousands of pages and gave it to the New York Times, and they picked the parts that they thought ought to be published. Same with us and, and the Snowden Archive. Right. We curated it. We went through it carefully. Um, I think that's common. You know, sources give information, um, but still, the Pentagon Papers were taken without authorization. They were sort of stolen, right, and no one would say the New York Times shouldn't publish them. But the issue we have here, I mean, this seems to be more in this category, right? So there's, a, there's, there's Snowden revelation. They're these sort of whistleblower category, right? Ellsberg, Snowden, Chelsea Manning, right? Conscience, right? Then there's a category, the Sony hack, right? Pretty clearly someone wanted to hack Sony to punish them for releasing a film about North Korea and massively embarrassed them, successfully got them to rescind the film. You've got the climate gate hack in which random climate uh, scientists are hacked to discredit their work. And now this. And it seems like the press has a different role to play because it feels like there's an alley-oop being set up in which the press puts the ball through the hoop to achieve the aim of an actor who is up to something that is nefarious. Right. And I mean, I think the, the reason why this is a hard thing to think about is because there are two really profoundly important values. On the one hand, the need to impose transparency on powerful actors, which certainly includes people like John Podesta and Hillary Clinton, and arguably even people like high-level Sony officials. And on the other hand, the need to protect individual privacy. And the more transparency you have, the less privacy you have. And I think the important trade-off as journalists that you always have to assess is, is this person powerful enough to justify the invasion of privacy from publishing, and is the material enough in the public interest? And every journalist, if they're careful, is going to grapple right, with those questions. And right, that, a lot of times it's hard. Wait, but then let me ask you this question, because I think this is an important one. Does John Podesta have a right to privacy? Yeah, I think he has a lesser right to privacy than really? the average really person on the street by virtue of the fact He's one of the most powerful people on the planet, Chris. If, if Hillary Clinton wins, as is very likely, he's going to be in the seat of power in the White House in less than three months. And so what he does and how he you know, shapes public opinion and how, what he's plotting in terms of policy and what they're telling the public and not telling the public, these are critically important things. Of course, everybody would say that the more powerful you are, the less privacy you have. It doesn't mean he has no privacy. Some of that stuff should not have been published, and that's the problem with WikiLeaks is they don't curate. They just dump everything. Right. But he, of of course, the more powerful you are, the more, more transparency you deserve. If, if, can you imagine, I mean, I guess the question becomes, right, as if this accelerates, right, if you've got this sort of like, this is now a playbook. And I, I, to me, the Sony hack was really a turning point, right, for all the reasons you say, right, like Sony executives are powerful, but it was clearly done with this, this goal that actually ended up working. Like, can you, Im I, 
is there an analogy with the way the media has dealt with ISIS propaganda? And this is what I've been thinking about. So for a while, anytime ISIS released a video, it was like, look, this is news. They've murdered this person in this horrible way. And at a certain point, it was like, we're not going to be complicit in this, this essentially awful act that they want us to publish these things, even though, frankly, there's an argument that an ISIS snuff film is newsworthy. But again, it's a balancing process. So to see someone from ISIS slit somebody's throat or cut their head off for the 15th time has very little news value, even if it has some. Whereas the it does damage have some, they're though. doing, which is incentivizing, for, it has some, it has a little bit. So it's a balancing process. Whereas the way in which John Podesta and Hillary Clinton are Make planning sure. to disseminate a public message and sure. then secretly tell people other things, that has huge value. And so it's always this, this, this process of trade-offs. Right. All right. Um, Glenn Greenwald, it's great to talk to you about this. I think, I think we, are, we are not going to end up in a situation. Uh, we are going to be navigating this for, for a long time to come because we've now got a situation. We've seen it in Turkey. We've seen it in other countries in which this is now a playbook, and it's been a playbook in other places. It's now going to be, I think, increasingly a playbook in which a sort of weaponized hack lands on people's doors and, and sort of civil society has to figure out what they do with it. Yeah, it's all the more reason to make sure that you use uh, as much protection as possible of your emails and other online matters. All right, Glenn Greenwald, thanks for. All right, that was Glenn Greenwald joins Chris Hayes on MSNBC. Now they were talking about Wiki, um, WikiLeaks on March sixteenth. 2016 WikiLeaks launched a searchable archive for 30,322 emails and email attachments sent to and from Hillary Clinton's private email server while she was Secretary of State. The 50,547 pages of documents spanned from um, 30th June 2010 to 12th of August 2014. 7,570 of the documents were sent by Hillary, Hillary Clinton. The emails were made available in the form of thousands of PDFs by the United States Department, the United States State Department as a result of a Freedom of Information Act request. The final PDFs were made available this past February 29th. Um, that's according to uh, WikiLeaks. And I am on I am on WikiLeaks. Those of you who don't know. Ah, Brother Mike. All right, let's see what's going on. 1724 444 7444. Call ID number 555 pounds. Okay, hold on here. Which ear I could do this with? Because.
Okay. Well, Mike, how are you? Hey, brother, how you doing? Oh, I'm good. I'm glad you made it through the storm. I was I was a little worried last week that you wasn't on, and I said, oh, my God, I forgot. The storm came knocking at your door. It did. It tore South Carolina huh. up. It tore it. Um, it did some damage here in Savannah as well. Um, some power lines, debris, things like that. Uh huh. Uh, we had they, some parts. A lot of a lot of the city didn't have power for for a good while. Oh, so well, we, I'm glad everything working out then. Yeah, we went to Augusta, Augusta, oh. Georgia. Uh-huh. So, uh, some went to Augusta, some went to Atlanta, some went to Americas and other parts of North Georgia um, during that time, um, just to you know <laughs> be safe. Right, um, that's right. I'm, I'm glad of that, man. When they say evac- was it a lot of flooding in uh, Savannah? There was some flooding. It was some. It was some flooding, believe it or not. Um, they, they um, they had some. They had some flooding in certain areas of the city. So, right. so it put. It's pretty much, you know, typical in Savannah. We're gonna have flooding. Um, <laughs> Yeah. So you got right on the water anyway. Huh? You're right on the water anyway. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um our twin city Charleston got hit. Mm. Um let's see, Hilton Head got hit. Charleston got hit. Um some of the islands here they got hit. Um Pinpoint, which where it, which is um, Vanessa's home, well, family home, and where uh, where Clarence Thomas's family that she's related to. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, she's related to Justice Thomas. Uh, they got yeah yeah they they got tore up really they did get tore up really bad. Hmm. Of a lot of a lot of trees, a lot of power lines. They were they had outage. They had an outage, but slowly but surely they it's been it's, it's starting to clean up because we have people from Mississippi, some and other areas to come in to help to help Georgia right. power in order to help restore power. Um, but you would which which was good. Um, okay. Well, anyway, I didn't mean to take you away from this message because it's very important. I'm listening so far. I'm just coming back on because, excuse me, but I almost forgot about you, my brother. Oh, don't feel bad. Oh, my God. But anyway, um, well, I'm glad that you made it through, and I'm praying that uh, people get, you know, squared away good. and God. Be oh, yeah. We're, 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 we're squared away pretty much. It's just, oh, good. Uh, um, I don't have to go back to work. Well, we, I I went back to work for a couple of days in 
and then I won't go back until I go back tomorrow. On um, where I was at, they were closed, so well. Mm. So they, um, so they they were closed. So that um, well, things happen, you know. Yeah, things like yeah. they happen. Um, um, for as we know of, everybody was okay. We, everybody that we know of was okay. Yeah. Our, our family, but you know, they went out. Most of most of all of us mostly went out of. Going out of town, yeah, which, okay. Which was which was good. Which I'm, which I'm glad that because um, I've been texting my sister and <laughs> be back and forth. Me and my sister were texting back and forth for each other to keep you know to keep in touch. Right, definitely. Yeah, so we we kept in touch during during that time, um, which is. Which, which was good. The folks in Augusta treat us very nice. They were very, very nice folks. Beautiful. I'm glad to hear that. They were very about nice. About time for people being nice to each other. Oh yeah, they were. They were. The, um, we was at a. They they put us up in uh the high school at in the high school gym. Uh huh. And we. We, that's where we stayed for until the storm was over. Um, we was able to watch. We was able to um, keep up what the keep up what's going on here. We 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 were able to keep up what's going on here. From um, oh good, oh yeah, um, WTOC and all the stations here. They were <laughs> they were on it. They their their reporters were on it. <laughs> All right now. They oh, were they knew, that, they knew that they had a celebrity in their midst. They had a celebrity? Yeah. Where? You? Me? Yeah. You you not a celebrity? I don't consider myself a celebrity. Well you are. Been heard around the world. Well, right now, come on. Well, I guess so. <laughs> honor, is due, honor is due. Well, I honor you as a celebrity. All right. Well, I, I humbly. And, pride, and, and then, good thing about it, you say you're humble enough to say, "Hey, you know, I'm just a regular person." But that's okay. I understand. Yeah, I'm just a regular guy, really. <laughs> All right now. Anyway, anyway, let's get back to the message tonight. <laughs> yeah, oh goodness! So oh goodness! Go to bed, and I, and I got to get my beauty rest. So, what you what you got? What you doing tonight? Well, we're talking. Well, we, I did the update on Matthew. We're doing some pillow canoes, and I'm going to do a hell of farewell on um, Tommy Ford. As you all know, Tommy Ford passed away um, this past Wednesday, I believe. Who? Tommy Ford from Martin. Oh, Tommy, the ball-headed man. Right. Oh, boy, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, he passed away on Wednesday, I believe. Wednesday, Wednesday morning, I think it was. Oh, yeah? I think it was sometime sometime then. Uh, 
gonna play some some gonna play a little Tommy Doll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Him and him and Pam. Oh Lord, yeah. Yeah. That's 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 gonna be later later on in the hour. But I was the the <laughs> That's right, so Tommy Tommy never had a job, you know. Yes, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, always, no. always yeah he, he didn't have a, they said, they always said Tommy didn't have a job. <laughs> oh. The, politically, we're in the midst, I think um, we're 20, 20 something days left until the election. 20. Twenty something days. I can I, I kind of lost count, and it's going to be. This is going to be one interesting election. We got two contenders out with each other, and um, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be very interesting. Very interesting, yes. Very interesting. Um, tell us the, for example, and this is coming from this week's, this coming week's, well, this week, um, Time Magazine. This, and I just got it. And the first time, uh, the, the cover is interesting. The first time they had they had um Trump in the front cover just a, was supposed to be Trump. This was August of this year has oh. meltdown. They had meltdown. This time it has total meltdown. If <laughs> it is it, it, I, I saw the two covers I'm going Okay. All right. The, each each one has different plans, as you know. Uh, for example, Clinton's tax plan plans to expand middle class tax breaks. Um, the doubling doubling the 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 child tax credit. Whoa. Who's but, gonna do that? But taxes on taxes on tip on uh top earners would jump those those making twenty those making one million dollars would pay a minimum of thirty percent. Whoa, a thirty percent rate. Income over five million will pay a will pay a four percent sur surcharge. Now that's guess, that's guess what? Yeah, and don't believe none of that hype because. Too many loopholes already in place. Yeah. And if they're not going to close any loopholes, 
I don't care how much they can charge 90% tax rates. Those Warren Buffets and all them big people still ain't going to pay no taxes. Are you kidding? <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. I'm dead up serious. I know. I, I, oh, yeah. They, they paid taxes so far. Yeah. Did they start now? And if they don't pay taxes, yep. And if they don't pay taxes, they're gonna they'll have the IRS knocking at the door, taking every single what? thing they get, they got. But guess what? Yeah. The IRS ain't knocking at their door yet, and they ain't paying no taxes because all they have to do is <laughs> is, is, is to put the money in different places like they're doing now. Mhm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I I heard about that. They um um tax shelters. Yeah, that's what they. I think that's what they call it. Tax shelters. And loopholes. Yeah. Now, Trump's brain brainy idea <laughs> plan to cut taxes across the board. That sounds like a Republican. That sounds like a Republican right there. As a yeah. percentage of, of income, the charges would most benefit top earners. Some some proposals like repeating head of household filing status would would increase taxes on large families, and single parents. Hmm. So in other words, those who are making less than 25K, Trump um, said he would, now Trump said you would save $110. Clinton said you would save $100. Or if you're making 25k to 48k. Um, Trump said you you you'll save 400 dollars. Clinton 140 dollars. You see the difference? Mm, I hear that. If you're making and and this is all household income. This is like this is the household income. Now in my bracket, in my bracket, and I make less than I make less than twenty five k. I would be saving a hundred dollars in 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 um in household income. Okay. Now that would be good because, um, which means that should be more money. I should be getting more money because I am making. I like I said, I don't make that much money. I'm not. I'm not rich at all. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not even rich. So, you know, I'm looking for. I'm looking. For, I like. I like her plan better because you save at least. You save less. When you know, you you save less when you're making twenty five k. Will be less than twenty five k. Now, if you make it twenty five k and up, you'll you'll at least save one hundred forty dollars, according to Clinton. Um, 
they seem like his is seem like he. I don't see any. I don't see how he's cutting all across the board. I don't see it. I really don't see it. You know why? You know why he can cut across the board? So all he had to do is, is delete or downsize some of those pro, uh, programs. The programs, you mean all these programs that that's doing things? Yeah. Don't worry, they're gonna get cut big time. Yes, yeah, I, I remember. I remember doing Reagan days. They did that. That was um, that was done. Uh huh. And he said the same thing about cutting across the board, and some of the programs. He, he called it. They call it um. Was it pork belly? Pork belly, something like that. Um, they they was cutting here, cutting this program. Mm-hmm. For example, and I, but I'm not gonna give you that example yet until after. I'll give that example after the break. Of one program which I am interested in, and I've been part of thirty some years ago. This is Nation Talk. We'll be right back. Think you could easily get to your family if a disaster struck right now? Think you can wing it during an emergency because you're a New Yorker? Most parents don't realize that protecting your family starts long before an actual disaster strikes. It starts today by being prepared and making a plan. To learn how, take our readiness challenge at nyc.gov slash readynewyork or call 311 for information. In this online tool, you'll be faced with real-life challenges teaching you the importance of being prepared for a disaster. Brought to you by the New York City Office of Emergency Management and the Ad Council. Help teach violence before it... Help stop violence before it starts. Teach boys early that violence against women is wrong. Learn how at teachearly.org. That's teachearly.org, brought to you by The Futures Without Violence and the Ad Hi, I'm Dean Castronovo. Hi, I'm Steve Algieri. And I'm Jonathan Keane. And I'm Ross Valerie of Journey for recording artists, actors, and athletes against drunk driving. After we do a show and when we've been partying, we have a designated driver waiting for us in the bus. So when you decide to party, make sure you do, too. Designated driver or be a designated driver. Because drinking and driving just don't mix. A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. You're listening to the Jam Radio Network with Minister Kenneth Jenkins. Here's the Peer the Nation talking on that's what it is to talk to you. Jam Radio Productions, SodaHead.com, and its sponsors. This is Nation Talk. <laughs> You're listening to Nation Talk here on Talk Show and Jam Radio. We're talking issues, and we're going to do a, a hail and farewell to to actor Tommy Ford later in this hour. Um, one of the programs that I was hoping that at the time that was cut was cutting was the 
Outward Bound Program, which is a very good program which helps inner city kids um, help them when they go to college. I remember they they was cutting they did they they was doing some cutting on that that program which leads which left which I think I, which which kind of shortchanged the kids. That's why that's why I believe it, it shortchanged them because when I was in the program we had. This is like doing the this is like doing the eighties. Um late seventies late seventies, early eighties. Doing the during the school year we we had we were able to get tutoring, um et cetera, et cetera. The summer we had a full six week I think a six, six to eight week program. Now, I think it was eight weeks. Now it cut it down to six weeks because of funding. Because because the Department of Education wasn't giving them that much funding. That's one of the programs that that's that's one program that I. I'm personally that 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 personal I personally was affecting me because I was part of that program and and I tell you it is one of the best programs for inner city kids ever. It's a great program that we we stay on campus for for we stay on campus for eight weeks and you I mean you stay on it the whole eight weeks. Then they started cutting the, the, the you um you stay I think Monday through Friday and you then then you have to go back home on the weekend and come back on Monday. That program that program is very dear to my heart. It's very dear to my heart because I was part of that program. So was my other three siblings. We all part. We all was part of that program. And we know how much this program meant to us. It meant a lot to me. Programs like that uh, is needed. They start in, when they start cutting programs like that, they shortchanging. You start shortchanging people. The food stamp program. There's a lot of people who are going to need food, who are going to need food stamps. Who can't who can't afford the high price of the food? You seen the price of food nowadays? <laughs> it is ridiculous. It is really, really ridiculous. So they they they're gonna try. And knowing them, they're going to, they're going to try so hard to cut these different programs to it to it's ridiculous. To, that's I mean, what you got to get afraid of. Yeah, and there's a whole lot of programs 
there's a whole lot of programs they 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 need to to hold on to because it benefits it do benefit other people. I mean, well, it really does. You got to remember one thing: the government doesn't really care about the people, the lower class people. It's the people that have to care about themselves and speak up a little bit more because if it's up to the government, we get nothing. Remember before when they had the the cigarette uh, company, they had to pay so many billion dollars in fines and stuff that's supposed to have been uh, allocated back to the state? Yeah. And guess what? All of those billions of dollars that's supposed to have been going to the state, how much got filtered down to the inner city and to the people that really need it? Huh? Yep. Come on now. Zip. Zero. Very, Nada. very little. Nada. They gave him a basketball, a football, and uh, it maybe bought him a, a couple of jerseys or something to go out for sports. How many of them really paid for uh, education, uh, after-school program, that kind of stuff? Very, very little. And most of it's from, and there's a lot of them, and, and some of it have to go through from um, private funding. Um, or donations, or somebody you know, had to, they had to ask for, ask for donations to, in order to keep it, you know, to keep to keep, to keep that uh, program going, like right, like the after school programs. They cut the after school programs, then that's then the government, hmm, then the government gonna have something on their hands because. Then they're gonna start complaining about the school, about the, our kids being quote unquote being left behind. No, well, they're, they're, not, they're not being left behind. Where have you been? We've been so uneducated; it's not funny. I know. Kids are graduating and not even know how to read and write. I know. I know I have to fill out an application. Yeah, I know. And you got some who's, and you got some kids. Who graduate have good grades and want to go to college and can't afford it. That's right. And they cut in in the grant program, and they, you know, cut the grant program. And believe me, grants are so good to have. I had it when I first went to college. Mm. It is it. <laughs> we talking about great help. I bet it was. You know that. It was a great help. And then after the end of, I think, after the end of that time, um, you do get you do get some money back because most is going towards tuition and books, you know, tuition and right. and, and what books that you do that you do buy. And I did get a little bit money back for for bus fare at least. And lunch, at least, because uh, the cafeteria was they they some of that stuff was pretty expensive. The cheapest thing I got was um, grilled cheese sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> I ate but grilled three, cheese sandwiches three, in college. That's wow. right. I actually went to I went to the student union building. And ate grilled cheese sandwiches. I couldn't afford the, 
the other stuff the kids were eating. But I have your grilled cheese sandwich and a soda or whatever I was okay. drinking, whatever. And <laughs> I was satisfied. <laughs> I was satisfied. And I ate that. And then went, moved on to either I had to go either go to the next class or go to or go to library or you know whatever you know whatever I had to do during the afternoon. And sometimes I won't have a class until and sometimes I won't have any more classes until that you know until the morning or the next morning. So you know I had, I had some. Or I had to go to to the lab for something, the reading lab or the math lab or something, you know, to get tutored. But but uh, I ain't gonna lie, the good cheese sandwiches came in handy. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> hey, and it was good too. It was good and cheap. It was the most less expensive thing ever. <laughs> it was it and. Believe it or not, I, I benefit from. Hello, Jehovah's Son. How are you? So, all these programs they're cutting, or, they, or they're going to try to cut, does benefit people. And yes, I know the government really don't care. We're going to take one more short break and come right back for our tribute to. Uh, a hail and farewell to hell hail and farewell to um Tommy Tommy Ford. Check it out, it's the Terminator. Hey, when'd you get back, huh? Did you have to shoot anyone? Why are you so distant? Are you not happy to see me? So what's the deal? You gonna get a job now or what? Why are you being so jumpy? Put all that stuff behind you, okay? No one knows what it's like to come back from Iraq or Afghanistan unless they were there. Join other veterans at communityofveterans.org because we know where you're coming from. Brought to you by Iraq and Afghanistan Veterans of America and the Ad Council. If you've been... If you have been somewhere in the late 80s and the 90s were watching... On Fox, the Martin, uh, Martin uh, Lawrence, uh, Martin, during that time, they had a very good show called Martin. Funniest, it was a very funny show. But one of the members of the cast passed away this past Wednesday morning. Thomas Michael Ford. He was he was the one who played. Tommy, Tommy Strong on Martin, the, the bald-headed guy. <laughs> Likely. Here's some funny moments with Tommy Ford. Now you just said that you had it with your business, right? And don't get to be to work in the morning. I should be asking you that, brother. <laughs> I thought we were boys, man. Why, why, why didn't you tell me? Because I didn't want you clowning me, man. I didn't tell anybody. Hey, I didn't even tell the people on my job. Oh, damn. Tommy, don't uh-huh. talk to the job. Uh-huh. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Lying, man, about having a damn job, Tommy. Right. Uh-huh. I sent my resume out to a lot of agents. Uh-huh. I mean, they all know me, so 
Everybody knows me. Yeah, <laughs> whatever you say. That's right. That's Meanwhile, right. why don't you give me your resume, okay? I'll take it to work with me. See, we got some openings coming up. You know, what? <laughs> what? Come on, man. Why are you going to lie to the brother, man? No, no. I'm man, come on, man. You know you ain't got no job, man. Come on. Come on, man. Come on, man. I don't, I don't, I don't appreciate you playing with the job system like that. So, that Coco, don't worry about it, all right? Man, look, if you can't find any work, I'll put in a good word for you at my job, man. You ain't got no job, man. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell, man? You just, you just happen to have a blowtorch with you. I need this for work, man. Got no job. You're very lucky to make it out that crash with just an injured wrist. Yeah, no, you know, the good thing I have a company car, huh? But your chart says here you ain't got no job, man. Well, look, guys, I put in a set up a meeting with the CEO of her company. They offered me the job. Oh, that is great. <laughs> Thank you. What are you going to be doing at your new job? Same thing I was doing at my last job. <laughs> that is nothing like a good love story. <laughs> oh, God, get up early in the morning. something 
You got to be doing something. <laughs> if you need it, if you needed something, he can know where to get it. Yep, yep, he sure could. I don't know how, but he sure can get it. It's it. And you, you always asking what kind, what you be doing? Saying, is he going? He's going to another. I said same thing. I I was doing, you know. <laughs> All right. Yeah. How long, how long have they been off the air? Huh? How long have they been off the air? Oh, well, I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember. Um, ninety something, I think. Wow, that's been a minute. About. I don't know if it's been 20 years or not. Wow. It, it might it might be it might be tw- it might be 20 years. Let me see. I'm looking it up now. Uh okay. From 92 to 90 since 97. Okay. So it's been a while. But um, about 10 years. Yeah. About ten years. It's been off the air for ten years now. So, um, no, sixteen. Yeah. Huh? It's nineteen years. Oh, nineteen years. Yeah. Almost twenty years. Not bad. It they did um how many how many seasons did they do? They did five seasons, one hundred and thirty two episodes. Hmm. And um, Tommy was, I believe he was in all, I think he was in all 132 episodes. I don't, I don't think I've seen, I don't think I, I don't, I don't think I've seen him not being on there. <laughs> but he'd been on, he'd been there all five seasons and um, all 132, all 132 episodes. Wow. I didn't know they. I didn't know they. It, it was they did that wrong. I didn't know they was on that long. And I didn't know they were off that long. Yeah, they started March twenty seventh, nineteen ninety two, and they. I mean, I'm sorry, August twenty seventh, nineteen ninety two, and they finished up May the first, nineteen ninety seven. Uh huh. So, ah. yep, they, so they, doing but those, huh? Martin and Gina kept going on pretty strong. Yeah. In different shows and different programs. Yeah. So they've been, they've been um, on for, for quite some time. They've been it was they stayed for five years, which is which is not bad, not right. bad for a series like, not bad for a series on Martin, um, because <laughs> Miss Jerry, the one who played Miss Jerry, she she passed August the eighth, nineteen ninety seven. Who is that? That's the old lady that um. Her name, actually, her name is 
Jerry Gray, that's actually her name. It's Jerry. Um, <laughs> um, she's she's the um, old lady. She always stand, she was standing in line at DMV or the unemployment office. Oh, and, okay, 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 yeah. okay, 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 okay. Yeah. And uh, she passed away um, in 97. I think probably shortly after, I think right after, right after Martin, I think right after Martin, yeah, right after, right after, right after Martin, um, was off the air. Let's see. Yeah. Yep. Right after after he was after he was off after he was off the air. Uh huh. So they had they they had a lot of they had a lot of people on the show. Um, anyone from, on, but like I said, this they've they've done a lot. They've been on. A good while, and the reruns are still showing. They're still showing the reruns on TV One. The fact they was doing, they was playing playing a lot of. They was playing a lot of the um. Um. Martin was with um. Tommy Ford on it. They they did play a lot of it. Well, okay. Um. So, uh, so they they will be. As I said, um, Tommy Tommy Ford is gonna be missed. Um, his um his character. Well, one thing for sure, his character is going to is going to be. Um, remember always, especially when you use it with a doll. Always dressed up in like to say, like he's uh, how you a big time man with the coats yeah. and everything. Oh yeah. Mm. Oh yeah. I mean. <clears throat> And they say he didn't have a job. He had some kind of job. <laughs> lay up, lay up. Up from the Himalayas. <laughs> well, tonight has been an interesting night for politics and hurricanes and and comedy. We'll be, we'll be on, we'll be, this, this is like the first night after the hurricane, we've been back. And uh, again, my shout out to all of those who, who helped a great deal helping us get through the storm. And Amen. They got, help us get through that, get through that storm. They were very wonderful people. My hats go out to them. I sent the principal of the school a personal email, and um, several several of us sent sent cards, send uh, sending cards to to um, to the school as a 
as a thank you. Beautiful. So, I'm glad you did that. Yeah. Well, so they'll get they'll they'll get. I'm sure the principal has. I'm sure she got my email. I'm sure she got my email, and uh, as a thank you from both from Vanessa and I. They were again. They were wonderful. 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 Uh, anything else? How things yeah. how, how things were up there in um Connecticut? Connecticut. <laughs> Everything going pretty good in Connecticut. We started getting cold. That's for sure. Okay. Did the <laughs> um, did, uh, did, I'm getting did, ready to do some special programs on uh, on my internet program. Oh. Uh, doing a uh, I'm getting ready to do a conference on. Domestic violence. Whoa! The uh, first part of November. Whoa! It's going to be a uh, like one of my uh, call-in programs. All right. So, yeah, we're going to do something like the domestic violence type thing, and uh, then I want to do something with child abuse and uh, uh, sexual assault. Whoa! That's going to be the next one. But right now on my TV program, I'm doing a relationship. Oh my goodness! Yeah, and that's been pretty heavy, pretty good too. Uh, good responses because you'd be surprised how many times we think we're having a good relationship, and the relationship turns out to be sour or bad. Uh, yeah. Wrong because we're not using principles like, uh, especially godly principles. And also, since you mentioned it, <laughs> I just posted a new book of mine. It's uh, Deja Vu, Searching for True Love. Oh, really? Yeah. It's just a, it's a real a real story, but written in a fictional term, a uh, fictional format, to help protect the innocent and those who are living in past the identity of the, those who've been involved in this thing, and a real story about how people go through bad parts of life and everything, addictions, especially uh, drug, alcohol, and sexual addictions, and it feels like they have been entrapped, but the point of it is is that no matter how far down we down we are, the arms of God can still reach us. Well, what's, so your email, that, uh, what's your email address? <laughs> oh, okay. It's people. Oh, let me write it down right quick. Uh, and it's a it's a wonderful, wonderful story, but I put it in a character form so that you know it's going to be good. Okay, here you go. Okay. So, and I got pretty good responses uh, so far from the domestic violence program. Okay. So I'm going to be doing that online. Oh. Okay. Cause I don't think I have your email. I don't know if I got your email address or not. Oh. I'm I'm not sure. Cause um. That way we can I can schedule you to go on to come on as a guest to talk about your book. Okay. Oh, that's, woo, woo. 
That would be a blessing, my brother. <laughs> That's called free publicity, my man. <laughs> well, uh, you got it now. People say sell in love at Yahoo. What is it? You see it on your on the on the screen. People excel in love at yahoo.com. Okay, yeah, okay. I got you. All right, now. All right, you'll be hearing from me. Okay, and uh. I'm trying to schedule you on. All right. It's dinner time uh, okay. here. I, I see you got somebody else up here that's, that's uh, venting a little bit. And... Yeah, they've been hanging with me. They they come oh, okay. by they they do come by from pop in from time to time. <laughs> well, you know what I always say: bless everybody, help them, help everybody, and love them all. Yep. And then that way we try to get along and understand each other, and then go through this earth. <laughs> I said, journey through this earth in one accord and keep the peace. Yep. So. Anyway, brother, it's good being with you again tonight. Good hearing from you, and I'm glad that you're you're doing all right and and made it through the storm. Oh yeah, we we're, so, so we the storms are gonna keep coming at us more and more and more. You know how they said uh, we either going through a storm, coming out of a storm, or getting ready for another storm. Yep. <laughs> all I'll right. Bless you and have a wonderful evening. All right. You'll be hearing from me. All right, they got Okay. Here's a piece of information talking about that sort of views of Top Huge Generator Productions, com, And its sponsors. This is, this has been Nation Talk, a public affairs program at Sunday nights at 8 p.m. Join us next Sunday for another Nation Talk here. We'll be on tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. for more of for morning inspiration. Good night. Rest in peace, Tommy. You're listening to the Jam Radio Network with Minister Kenneth Jenkins. Listen to Morning Inspirations on Sunday mornings at 6 a.m. Eastern Time, right here. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday. 
I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.